Your love, our passion. Poor indoor air quality can significantly decrease your quality of life by experiencing sinus infections, allergies, respiratory issues, and headaches. An easy-to-install device called UV Photomax uses purifying blue light to zap bacteria, mold, viruses before they enter your home's air vents. Purify the air your family breathes and help protect them from mold, bacteria, and viruses with the UV Photomax from Estes Heating and Air. Serving Oconee, Pickens, Greenville, and surrounding areas. Visit EstesHeatingAir.com today for more information. At Hannah's Organic Honey, business may be sweet, but they need an e-commerce queen bee to lead the hive. Okay, these jars are going to Jakarta. Oh, wait a minute. Does that say Jackson? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Your home for Clemson women's basketball, 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Cupid, draw back your bow and let your arrow go straight to my lover's heart for me. All right, hour number three, Out of Bounds. William Quagabush, Ben Milstead. We've got Will Vandervoort coming up in moments. Today is Wendy's Wednesday, and so typically this is where we give away a $50 Wendy's gift card with trivia. But we have we have some tickets to give away to Clemson, Miami tonight. And so coming up later this hour, we are going to give away some tickets. And we'll give away a Wendy's gift card tomorrow. Um, I, I, would, I would suggest to you that it's always a good day to uh, go to Wendy's. But today in particular, um, I love that Wendy's is giving you an alternative. Like, my, I found out quickly, my wife doesn't like roses, but she does like other kind of flowers. Um, she doesn't want chocolates for Valentine's Day. But she might want a combo of fries and a Frosty. That's more up my wife's alley right there. So Wendy's is presenting an alternative, folks. If you... If your significant other is not a chocolate and roses person, might I suggest fries and a frosty? <laughs> Again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just merely presenting an alternative. I like it. I did notice you were uh, baiting the rest of the staff with chocolates and not fries today. Yes. I'm guessing you ate the fries, giving away the chocolates out there. <laughs> No comment. Uh, yes, I told Ramona during the break, uh, I said, I, I couldn't justify taking all those Reese's home, mm-hmm. so I'll just have like one or two, and then y'all can eat the rest of them. I know I watched too many movies when I heard you say something about pink hearts, and I thought, pink hearts, full stomachs, can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is that day. It is that day. Oh, man. Well, now I'm going to think about it the whole rest of the day, so thank you for that. Uh, Will Vandervoort joins us from the ClemsonInsider.com. He's at Steeler Will on Twitter. Check him out on the Believe Podcast Network as well. Willie V, what's up, man? Willie V, are you there? Hello, Will. Oh, no. Uh, let me... I'll put him on hold. Yeah, let me Try stick him again. on hold. All right, we'll, uh, we'll hey, get him again. I Willie V! I'm sorry, I had, I had myself on mute. Oh, man. <laughs> so you yeah. just... Oh, what you're saying is you just fixed... 
every human problem and no one will ever know. No one will ever know. But I did. Here's, here's the advice. I was coming on to say, listen, there's some marital advice, which I don't know. I should be giving marital advice, as we know. But or just say, hey, on this. But, or maybe I should say just how lucky you are because uh, I was married 17 years, and I can tell you I had to go buy the most expensive chocolate in the world. I could never get away with, <laughs> with like, you know, a, 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 a Frosty and fries. So, man, let's let you know how lucky you are to have Leah. And then the other night you were explaining about how she watches some kind of sporting event with you, and she switched over to another sporting event. That is definitely not a normal woman either. So <laughs> keep thank your lucky stars you have her, and you keep her, you hold on to her, buddy. That's my advice, no matter what, okay? You know what I do every, every day, every every single day. I uh, I thank the and Lord. Of course, you know I love she she too, stooped so. down to my level. That that's one hundred percent right. That's right. Um, let's let's talk a little baseball if we can. Um, yeah. because I like you you wrote a couple stories for Clemson Insider about sort of chomping at the bit uh, to get going. That's that's pretty normal this time of year. But the level of expectation and the way that they're carrying it around has struck me uh, this offseason. Is it the same mm-hmm. for you? Yeah, a very confident ball team, if that's what you want to say. And not that they weren't confident last year, but this level of confidence last year wasn't there. Like, you know, I think they thought they could be a postseason team. and But I don't think they thought we're ACC championship team at this point last year. I mean, they may tell me different. And tell you different, but at least the way I felt it, I didn't get those vibes, that kind of confidence, right? Well, this level of confidence I'm getting is like, yeah, they feel like they're an Omaha team. And they felt like, you know, we, we talked to Cam Canarella yesterday and we talked to uh, Nick Clayton, and both of them talked about how last year was a good year that ended up with an ACC championship, but they're like, it really ended in disappointment. And it's like they didn't get to where they wanted to do, where they wanted to be. And that's, of course, Omaha, and they were extremely disappointed about that. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't like they can look at the championship and say, oh, man, you know, well, we did this, but, yeah, but we ended the season this way. And so they want to get over that hump, you know, and get to Omaha and get Clemson back to where it's be. And, and, you know, I love where, you know, Eric Backage said that the goal is and always will be at Clemson to go to Omaha. He's like, that is the goal. There is no other goal. There is no other standard at Clemson instead of getting to Omaha. And so I like that. I like the fact that they're not hiding from it and that they're they're uh, looking it straight in the eye and saying that's what they're going for. Um, now, will they get there? I don't know. You know. It's been 13 years. I've been waiting on it for a long time. I've been wanting to go back to Omaha during baseball season for a long time. You know, Brad Brownell had to take me. And, you know, and I, that's good. But, <laughs> you know, that was fun. But, I, but I'd rather be going to Omaha for the College World Series. So I told Coach Package, you know, hey, man, I don't want to go with Brad Brownell anymore. I want to go with you. So you you got to get us there, dude. <laughs> you know, I, the the again the way they're handling expectations is is very interesting. The other thing I would say is that they have questions that they feel certain they will answer, and I sort of believe them. Like you mm-hmm. you know that they don't know what their infield's going to look like, and they seem kind of okay with it for right now. Um. And they don't know what their rotation is going to look like, and they seem kind of okay with it um, for mm-hmm. right now. And that, I want to get into the pitching a little bit more uh, in a second, but um, particularly yeah. that infield, they just—it's like they know they have answers. They know they're going to find them. They just don't exactly know who they are yet. 
Uh, that's exactly right. And, you know, you got to remember, the guys they lost in the middle of that infield last year were just outstanding and played a big reason why Clemson was where they were at. And so when you got to replace those guys, you just can't say, oh, we're going to drop player A here and player B here and we're going to be fine. No, I mean, you know, those when you have the experience that they had last year and the level of success they had with those guys, you just can't expect your guy, next guy to come in and be that good and that experienced and that valuable and just know what to do at the right time. Those guys play a lot of baseball, Clark, right? I mean, I mean, look at them. They were transfers uh, and, um, you know, one been at Clemson a couple of years and one just came with package last year from Michigan. But they played a lot of baseball. They've been in a lot of situations. And that's hard to replace when you talk about shortstop and second base, right? And so uh, the, the middle of that infield was the strength of Clemson's last year. This year, we don't know what we have in it, but, you know, that's what you play these early season games for. And uh, But to feel as confident as they do with a situation like that and then a situation where they don't know where their batting lineup is going to be um, right at this point in time. But they do know what they got at the top, right? <laughs> you know, they, they got Cam Keller, they got Will Taylor. And they feel really good about those two guys possibly leading them off and getting things set up. But the rest of the order, they're, they're going to have to work their way through here for a couple of weeks and uh, – you know, but that's what these first couple of weeks are for. And, you know, we'll see, uh, you know, uh, what did Coach Leggett always say? You never really know who your team is until after the 20, uh, the, what, the 26th game of the season. Yeah. That's when you're at the halfway point and you know who your team is at that point. You don't want to be changing your lineup except for maybe a guy needs a day off or something like that. Other than that, you don't want to be changing your lineup really that much at all once you get to that week. So, and I think backage comes obviously under the same thought process. And so he's going to use the first part of the season to figure out what his lineup is and who he can count on. Visit with Will Vandervoort here on the program. Check him out, the Believe Podcast <laughs> Network, theclemsoninsider.com, and uh, also at Steeler Will on Twitter. You know, it's interesting you, uh, you bring that up because it does kind of seem like, doesn't it, that they really like their young players, whether it's true freshmen or redshirt freshmen, they really like their young players. And I would suggest that, and I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm trying to finalize how I think the opening day lineup is going to look based on the conversations, but it feels like we could see an older opening day lineup that gives way after about 15 or 20 games to a younger lineup, particularly in the infield. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's that's something I'm interested to see uh, on Friday, what that lineup's going to look like, because there's a part, I mean, like I said earlier, you're going to have your veteran guys at the top right off the bat. We know Cam Canarello is going to be there, and we know Will Taylor is going to be there. Um, and there, you know, there's a couple more that we know are going to be there. Uh, help me out here with blank and third base. Uh, could move to the infield also, to mm-hmm. the middle infield. Um, Blake Wright. Oh, man. Not Br- Blake Wright, thank yeah. you. Yeah, we know Blake's going to be there, right? Those are the three think- guys we know are that are pretty solid, right? And then after that, it's sort of, you know, everything's – I won't say everything's up in the air because I don't think that's the case at all. But I think Backwoods wants to see different guys and see how they do in certain pitching and what they do, um, you know, in certain situations and, and, and how they produce when they come up. So I think you're going to see, you know, the veteran guys, you know, um, early, like you said, but I think you'll also see some of the young guys come in and, you know, kind of, you know, Backwoods going to put them in a certain situation, see what they can do. I think that Saturday game, Quark, would be more interesting to me because that's always – uh, yeah, if you win it, you can clinch. 
But it's also the game where I think, you know, if, you, if you're going to lose a game, that's the one you want to always lose, right? You always want to win the first one. You definitely want to win the closer. So, um, you know, I think that's the game where you maybe play around with a little bit more and with those younger players and, and see, and see uh, you know, who can do what against certain pitching. And, you know, maybe if you're facing the lefty and the, and the guy throws this kind of certain pitch, how does he fare against this guy? Because maybe he did well in fall ball. Um, but maybe, you know, but, but he was looking at Clemson pitchers all the time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, a hundred percent. And, uh, I do want to, I do want to talk about pitching because you wrote a piece, uh, right around lunchtime today. And I, I read it, uh, sort of right when I was getting ready for the show. Um, yeah. they've actually been after the first segment where I was just actually, sort of proving during... it last night, but okay. Publish this <laughs> yeah. one. That, that's right. There you go. Very good. And it was basically the idea that Eric Backage has been since he was at Michigan, saying the season should start in March. And the the argument that I think is most persuasive that he gives, uh, I, I think all of it is persuasive, but the most persuasive part is that he says Major League Baseball gets more ramp-up time for their pitchers than we do. And so they're going to keep pitchers to pretty tight pitch counts this weekend. What? How did you sort of take his comments in that regard? Well, first of all, he wouldn't give a starter. I mean, that's the first thing. Um, so we don't know who's getting the ball. Now, granted, it was Tuesday. So he still had a couple days to go, but uh, wouldn't really let us know who's going to get the ball on Friday. Um, you know, he did go through a list of guys that he liked and what he's seen from them in the fall, and then what he's seen from them since they started practice about three weeks ago, right? So you know, but his main thing that he emphasized was it's not about who he puts out on the mound; it's it's about how many guys can he put on the mound because he said he says with Clemson we got the depth that we can handle these situations early in the year where we can put a pitch count on on, um, on our pitchers and get them out of there. And he said, by the way, they're going to be very strict with the pitch count. So if they say a guy's only going to pitch 40 pitches, they're going to hold him to 40 no matter where he's at, right? You know, they're going to pull him. Because he says we're not – they learned last year they had a couple of injuries early in the season. And he said it really played into their struggles through the first half of the season um, because it really kind of messed up their pitching – uh, rotation and, and who they were going to use out of the bullpen and stuff like that. So he says he doesn't want that to happen again. So they're staying real strict with their pitching because, Clark, I just said it. They've only had, as of right now, you know, they've only had 19 days. Today will be the 19th day of practice. So imagine Clemson football starting football practice and three weeks later playing their first game. I mean, you know, or imagine, you know, the Atlanta Braves, you know, starting practice with pitchers and catchers Next week and two weeks from now, they're going to start. Uh, they're going to start playing their first game. Mm. That counts, right? You know, they're not getting any ramp time, as he said it. You know, to to build up these pitchers' arms to get them ready to go. And he says that's the main issue, and why college coaches want to push the season back. You know, yeah, the weather's there, and that's some of it, and that would help the teams up north and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, he said another reason it would be good for basketball because then basketball still the only main you know thing going on at that point in time and you're not competing with basketball um, to try to you know get fans and stuff like that so the fans aren't having to make decisions um, but he said the main reason is the pitcher's arms like they just you're not giving them enough time to be healthy to get those arms ready to go and then you have injuries you know a couple weeks into the season because guys just weren't ready and they were maybe throwing too hard, throwing longer than they should have. And he says he doesn't think it's going to be a problem at Clemson this year because they've addressed it from what they learned last year. But, you know, he says, I know other teams are going to have this problem because they don't have the depth on their pitching staff that Clemson has to have enough guys to go out there and throw. 
And um, he said that's the shame of it and why college baseball really needs to take a serious look about moving the start of the season up into March. All right, final one for you. Real quick, let's talk Clemson-Miami tonight. A little Valentine's Day action in Little John. Uh, what does Clemson need to do to pull off a W and sort of get some revenge on Miami? Yeah, they, well, first thing is guard the perimeter a whole lot better. <laughs> I think yep. If you remember that game down in Miami, they could not guard the perimeter for nothing. Miami was just eating them up. Um, and I think that's something. And, of course, Clemson's gotten better with that. I, I really, If you look at that since the Duke game, I think Clemson's been really good guarding the perimeter, and I think maybe some of that has to do with Clark uh, being back and being in the lineup consistently now. Uh, Jack Clark's been tremendous defensively for Clemson, and if you don't watch him play and how much of a factor he is on the defensive side of the court, man, you're missing things because he is he's something else. You know, I don't really care how many baskets he's putting in the hole. I'm more concerned about the stops he, he creates and the trouble he creates on the other end, and I think that's helped a lot. Uh, stop some of that bleeding on the defensive side of the court. Um, and, 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 but, you know, this really, to me, is not more about Miami as it is Clemson, Clark. They they, they got to get over this hump at home that they can't shoot at home. I mean, they've been killing it away from home, right? Just knocking down shots left and right everywhere else they've been. And at home, their numbers are horrible in ACC play. And so tonight, I want to see if they can just block all that out and just put the ball in the basket. That's it. Just – and what I would like to see is don't shoot a couple threes starting off the game. Dribble drive, get to the hole, create some things. And I think they could do that with Miami. Get get at the hole and create some baskets. Watch the ball come in real close. It's like, you know, when you miss a couple free throws, the best thing to do is get a layup, right? And then, you know, you can go back to the line to make a free throw, right? Because you've seen it go in the hole. Well, that's what they need to do, I think, tonight at Little John. Get a couple of easy baskets at the rim before you start taking those three-point shots. Makes a lot of sense to me. Will Vandervoort, boys and girls, check him out, theclemsoninsider.com and the Believe Podcast Network and at Steeler Will on Twitter. Thanks, buddy. Always good to visit with you and uh, looking forward to doing this again next week. Yeah, and by the way, I'm not spending Valentine's Day with you tonight, am I? Uh, no, you're not. No, you're not. Okay, good, good. Good answer, good answer, good answer. All right, man, because that's only for us single guys we should be doing it. I know, Ben, you got to work, but. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, buddy. Be good. All right, we'll see you, buddy. Later. All right, Will Vandervoort joining the program. All right, 654 Royce Center, when we come back, we have humped the headlines. We have some other stuff to discuss, Clemson-Miami stuff to discuss. Uh, and we're going to give away tickets. We've got a bunch of tickets to uh, Clemson-Miami tonight. We'll do that on the other side after this. Mark your calendar for February 26th from noon until 1.30. It's the annual State of Clemson with special guests including Clemson University President Jim Clements and Clemson City Mayor Robert Halfacre. Register at the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce website at clemsonareachamber.org. Join area leaders and businesses for the annual State of Clemson, Monday, February 26th at the Madron Center at 12 noon. Advanced registration is required. clemsonareachamber.org. 2024 is the year to get your finances on track. With Founders Federal Credit Union, you can manage your debt like a pro. Consolidate high-interest debt with a personal loan from Founders. Debt consolidation offers several advantages like simplified payments, lower interest rates, fixed interest rates, and extended payment terms. It may even improve your credit score or help you avoid default. So simplify and possibly reduce your payments by consolidating your debt. At Founders, we have personal loans to fit your 
needs, whether you need a lot or a little. Plus, our loan officers will work with you on your payment terms and help you find a solution that fits your budget. So stop by one of our 40 convenient office locations or visit foundersfcu.com slash personal loans to apply for a personal loan today. That's foundersfcu.com slash personal loans to manage your debt like a pro. Relax. You're with Founders. Membership qualification required. Terms and conditions apply. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P.com slash sports. Get set to go where the adventure takes you on a set of BF Goodrich tires from the Pendleton Tire Company. February 14th through February 21st, get a $60 reward card or virtual card after online submission when you buy four new select BF Goodrich Terrain family of tires. All other purchases of four new BF Goodrich tires qualify for $40. See the Pendleton Tire Company and check out PendletonTire.com. Offer valid February 14th through February 21st, 2024. See BFGoodrichTires.com slash promotions and rebates for full details. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, Clemson's choice for great dining, is pleasing you with their innovative food. Featuring two for $25 menu choices like Cajun or Creamy Alfredo, fried calamari, garlic basil pesto, meatball sub, or spaghetti, all served with Texas toast. Two entrees for just $25. And remember, Wine Wednesdays. Choose select wines for just $5 per glass. Open daily for lunch and dinner and brunch on Sundays. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, 1310 Clemson Boulevard at the Best Western. New year, new you. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. I thought about it many years. And then I did it, dropped big pounds, and never looked back. Look, any time's a good time to start something good and something new. But now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start PhD. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call PhD because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The college football games may have ended, but the offseason is just getting started. And we have you covered all year long. These fans need to calm down. The big game hype is real. I can't wait. They really need to produce for their fans. The Roar where every day is game day. Air keyboard comes out on the... This is not really keyboard. This would just be piano. Right? I mean, it, this is this is a... 
This is a piano song. Sure, man. <laughs> sure. <laughs> six five four Roar is the number if you want to join us. Six five four seven six two seven. Um, I have some more thoughts on Clemson and Miami. Uh, Clemson softball has won, by the way. Final score seven nothing. And um, I, I mean, that's a good statement win over yeah, which. And they State. play again in four minutes. Yes, they do. They play San Diego. Uh, UC San Diego scheduled start time is two thirty, and they're trying to beat some rain. So I would imagine they're going to stick to the schedule on that one for the for the uh, for the most part. Let's go to Bill and Anderson, who's up with us next on the phones. What's up, Bill? Oh, how are you doing, Walt? D- Walt. Doing. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Doing great. It's okay, Bill. We're doing great. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> Listen, uh, I love going to a good concert, and the best two I ever went to, one was in 1981 at Clemson, didn't have a note of music with it, and the other was a Fifth Dimension in Raleigh, North Carolina. Do you remember the Fifth Dimension? I have no clue what that is. Ben, do you know what that is? Who that is? Vaguely. Okay. Okay. But anyway... A word of suggestion, turn your telephone off, put it in your pocket, and if you bring it out, bring it out to take pictures, and that's it. Okay. You can watch, you can record the baseball game and watch every minute of it after you get back home, but you need to sit there and enjoy the music because what you take away from that, you won't get back. You know what, that's a great point. I'm curious about what the concert you went to in 1981 that didn't have a note of music. I got to ask some follow-up questions about that. I need to know some more info on it. Red Skelton. Red Skelton. No music in that. No. You know who Red Skelton was? Yes. I didn't know he didn't sing, though. No, no. uh -uh. He was a comedian, and I laughed so hard. My side was sore when I left that place. <laughs> That's interesting. I, uh, I, it, was, um, it was real funny how they came across that as a concert. They were, you know, it was put on by a student organization, called, uh, and uh, they were having their first meeting to see what they wanted to do. And this fellow said, well, he had his number. And the idea was if he came that weekend to be sort of a master of ceremonies for the weekend. And they had talked about different things. And then they asked him, said, well, go ahead and call and see if he'd do that. And so when he called, he was expecting to find a uh, booking agent or something. He had the fellow's home phone number. Oh, His wife <laughs> answered the phone and said, well, he's not here, and he told him what he wanted. He said, well, just a second. And he went, she went, I was gone for a second. And she came back and said, well, he doesn't have anything planned that whole week. He says, he would probably love to do that. Right. And the fellow was thinking, says, well, you know, the guy's getting up in age a little bit. Says, if he came on stage, how long do you think he'd be? He was thinking 10 minutes, 15 minutes or something. She says, oh, if he gets wound up, you'll be lucky if you can get rid of him in an hour and a half. (laughs) And And they uh, gave him the whole show. Okay. 
hey. I have never been to anything that I enjoyed anymore. Well, hey, thanks for the, I appreciate thanks for the call, that, Bill. Bill. Appreciate that. I uh, that okay. I'm I'm glad I'm glad I found out that was Red Skelton. I did think Red and he did do vaudeville back in the day, which I I thought was singing involved there. But okay, very good. Uh, he, he did mention put your phone in your pocket. Don't don't be this guy, okay? Which will be every ninety percent of the people there with you. Holding up your phone, videoing the parts of of the concert. You people know good and well you're never going back and watching those videos again. Why do we do that? You know why? Every concert I go to, I mean, so that you can put on social media that you were there. Hey, take a picture when you sit down. Hey, I'm at uh, I'm at Journey. Be done with it. Like you're not ever going back and it's going to sound horrible on your on your phone. You're not getting in your car on the way home going, uh, oh, I don't want to listen to Toto's greatest hits on Spotify. I want to listen to this crappy video I just shot on my cell phone. <laughs> You're not doing that. Just put your freaking phone down and enjoy the concert. I I do not do this um, as a general rule because, boy, I know I'm stepping on toes here. I'm stepping on a lot of toes when I say what I'm about to say. When you when I go to a concert, like I'm going to Journey and Toto tonight, you know what that show is about? Journey and Toto. That show is not about my attendance. My atten- That show is going to happen whether I'm there or not. To your point, Ben. Nobody needs to know that I saw an entire rendition of whatever song live. Nobody needs to know that. Uh, I do think it... I, think, I just think it's funny. I think it's funny that... Uh, that folks do because it's not about me being there. It's, here's what's going to happen: if you're gonna you're gonna be staring at your screen instead of looking at the concert, it's going to stay on your phone for six weeks, and then you're gonna you know in April you're going to be cleaning up your photos and videos on your phone. You're just going to delete it. You you are. Don't 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 do that. Not necessary. Um, Texter says if you see someone else's Instagram concert stories, those are the ones you rifle through and don't watch. Right. Yes. You just click, click, click. Nobody watches the whole song. Nobody's watching that. Don't put it on your Instagram because it's not getting watched. If I wanna if I wanna see Journey Live and I'm not at the concert, I got YouTube. I mean, I just <laughs> Fair. That's a good point. Let's go to Mike and Anderson, who's up with us next. Six five four Roar is the number. What's up, Mike? Not much. Uh, enjoying the show, fellas. Thank you. I had a quick question before my sports uh, question for upper management Ben Milstead, and this is a compliment. Uh, ben Milstead plays the broadest spectrum of genres of music that I've ever heard on your station or anybody that ever plays. And I, I'm guessing 90% of it I really enjoy. Ben, did you used to be the program director at a music station or something? What? Uh, why is your your library of songs so so big? I, I you did listen not, to a lot of music. Yeah, I, I did not, Mike. But I, I I really appreciate the the compliment. I come from a very musical family. I worked with okay. a lot. I, I did work with quite a few live bands before I was on the radio side. 
So I, uh, I've just always liked that. And I, I, I appreciate music, even if it's not music that I like, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Well, you do a, a really, I just enjoy your music, always have. And the last one you played, Chubby Checker, The Twist, Anybody listening, even if you don't like Chubby Checker or not into the oldies or the beach stuff, especially if you're at the beach at a nice restaurant and blah, 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 if you can listen to that song without moving your feet under the table <laughs> or wherever you are, you you just don't have a pulse, man. I, I just uh, just good stuff, man. Good. That stuff. is true. I, but we have spinning chairs too, and so it's oh, yeah. it's very conducive to the twist. I'll just throw that out. in a seated position. Okay, good deal. All right, on the uh, on the college baseball thing, Will Vandervoort was talking about. There is a, I think he'd way put it. There's a push among uh, head coaches of college baseball now to move the season back. And I've always wondered about that myself. You know, the season this year starts Friday. That's the 16th. Don't know what the weather's going to be Friday. But before you get to warm weather, there's just going to be some really nasty days in the baseball season. It makes it hard to play. It makes it hard for fans to get there. And if they do get there, it's hard to enjoy it. I've been there. I know what I'm talking about. Well, what would be the problem would say moving the season back two weeks, starting at the first week in March, and then even even then, you're still getting to Omaha and you're done with the season by, what, the end of June? Well, that still leaves uh, two months before football season starts. Plus, it doesn't overlap basketball. And, or, Clark, I know you're very passionate about baseball. Would you agree? Would you have a problem with moving the season up a couple of weeks. And uh, and I just want to get your guys' take on that, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, to answer very simply, I would have no issue with moving it up. Now, I like starting baseball as soon as possible just because I like I just love baseball. I love going to baseball games and spending time at the ballpark and spending time around players and watching batting practice, and I just love it. I just love everything about it. Uh, I would say there's no issue. Like, like Mike said, what what's the problem with that? There's no problem with it. It's just a matter of what you actually want to want to like burn down to make it happen. Um, one of the things it's never been actually said to me this way, but it makes total sense. One of the reasons why it's in February right now is because the season, as long as you don't have major weather delays in Omaha, and even then, I think they try to get it in. They want to get the season done by the end of June, which is the end of the NCAA's fiscal year. That's the end of the calendar. Mm -hmm. Now, I've never heard anybody, I don't believe, say that, but that makes it because I've seen them deal with weather delays in Omaha, and it felt like they were really trying hard to rush that sucker to get it done before July the 1st. I think if you just move the start of your fiscal year to the end of July... Or you just say, the heck with this. We're not going to do that. We're going we're gonna to finish the College World Series in July. We're going to have, like, conference play in May and June. I think it would be better for attendance in most places around the country. Yeah, I did too. And, and I never thought about that June 30th deadline, if that is a deadline. Um, there are things, though, like in, you know, the the Major League Baseball draft is right in the middle of – postseason but then everything that you have to do 
after that, you know, in terms of where you report and all that, I, I, I wonder if that has anything to do with it when, like, you know, Cape League ball and all these summer leagues are starting up. Um, but during the... That is a factor, by the way. That yeah, is a good point. It is teams, that, uh, northern teams and teams in, you know, in cold cold weather teams, I should say, are at such a disadvantage. Like when softball play, and we were take, talking about baseball, but when softball played Missouri the other day, they were talking about Missouri plays 26 of their first 29 games away from home. 26 of 29 away. Like they, they don't really get into playing at home until like April 1st mm-hmm. on a regular basis. That's just that's crazy. You're at a you're at a disadvantage to southern teams when you do that. It, what it does is because the season's so short, you're you're creating an impossible needle to thread for any team north of Virginia, basically north of the Mason-Dixon line. Any team north of the Mason-Dixon line basically has to win their league in order to get to the tournament because it's hard to win away from home and they have no choice but to play away from home. They're going to, to warm venues, and they're playing neutral site games, and they're playing road series, and then you get into your conference and you play half your games are on the road. You never play home games in these spots because you have six weeks of no home games, to your point. It makes it incredibly difficult to build a resume. So we're basically shutting out the northern part of the country when we do this. And that's why a lot of schools in the northern part of the country or schools that have to play games in the northern part of the country, like even like Clemson, like ACC teams that have to play Pitt and BC and Virginia, Virginia Tech and Notre Dame. Like they'd be fine with starting conference play May the 1st or the last week of April or something like that. I think they'd be totally fine with it. All right, uh, we've got James coming up in our final segment. The other five lines are going to be for trivia. We have four pairs of tickets. Is that right? Four pairs of tickets to tonight's game, Clemson versus Miami. 7 o'clock tip-off, and uh, it will be a call-in, not a text, and don't call if you can't use the tickets. Bingo. We have one question. The first four people to get the answer right will get a pair of tickets. Here is the question. With Virginia's loss last night, which team is the only undefeated home team in the ACC? Who is the only remaining undefeated home team in ACC men's basketball play. There were two. Virginia lost at home last night, so there is now one. If you know the answer, you've got two free tickets. In our final segment, we'll tell you who won after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m., You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to MyMoneyIsSafe.com. Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota, also known as Halt and Anderson. First Class Halt, your dealership alternative since 2011, wants to be your preferred service center. With factory-trained technicians, OEM parts, and top-of-the-line diagnostic equipment, we have one goal to keep you on the road. 
This is why we offer a three-year, 36,000-mile nationwide warranty, courtesy shuttle, and repeat rewards. Anderson, what are you waiting for? Come experience First Class Halt, your dealership alternative for Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. It's Race for the Green Time. Go ahead and make your plans to sign up today. Run signup.com. It's coming your way March 16th, 2024. Make a commitment to do your first 5K or half marathon and take advantage of those early bird pricing. Run signup.com. Great swag, the beautiful medal that everybody talks about. This is our 14th annual half marathon and 5K. Sign up today. Don't forget March 16th, 2024. Run signup.com and come on and have a great time. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screened porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. Sitting here today with our good friend, Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Gary, texter asks, Walt, I screwed up waiting on my insurance company to sign a new contract with my hospital doctors and they failed. Can Gary help me? Texter, you are far from being the only person who did this. I have a high probability of being able to help you, but time is of the essence. I need you to contact me right away at 864-307-8484 to resolve this dilemma. There you go, listener. You need to move on this and call Gary today at 864-307-8484. Again, 864-307-8484. And remember, the Gary represents the seven largest Medicare insurance companies and approximately 125 different plans. In the unlikely event that you would want another company's plan, Gary will still shepherd you through SHIP or Medicare to accomplish that goal. An ultimate day of relaxation and rejuvenation from Lilia Day Spa in Anderson is the perfect gift for her on Valentine's Day. Year after year, they've been voted Anderson's premier spa, and their staff is ready to treat her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private setting. Choose a sweet treat package or a Be Mine package, a sweetheart or a Cupid's holiday package. Lilia Day Spa can create something special, or a gift certificate is ideal for Valentine's. Anderson's premier day spa, Lilia Day Spa, 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson. Call the plumber whose name is his number One Tom Plumber One Tom Plumber I need a good plumber fast! I always call One Tom Plumber. One Tom what? Here, dial the number one, then Tom Plumber. Or just tell your smartphone to call One Tom Plumber. They promise to be there in an hour. Call the plumber whose name is his number One Tom Plumber Tax Talk with Straight Talk. You give and you give. This tax season you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a Samsung Galaxy A14 included when you buy an extended silver unlimited plan. So you can give your janky phone to your kid. Yeah! Switch to Straight Talk for plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at straighttalk.com. For network management practices, visit straighttalk.com. Device offer ends 41424. Online only. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. The Upstate's home for sports talk. It entertains me. I enjoy listening on the way home. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are the Roar. Sing my share of broken halos. 
All right, final segment of the program. Glad to have you with us here on The Roar, the flagship station for Clemson Athletics. Uh, ben Milstead, getting four trivia winners is one of the hardest jobs I can think of in the time of a commercial break. So um, so he's, uh, he's still manning the phones. I don't even know how many tickets we've given away yet. I think we've given away almost all of them. Uh, and we may have given away all of them now. I believe we have. Uh, before we get an update on that and a, a quick softball update, Clemson and UC San Diego, let's go to James, the truck driver, who's up with us next. What's up, James? Hey, how are y'all doing? It's been a while. Yeah, it has I'm been a while. You doing you all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Working, working. Stand. They running us pretty good. I just wanted to ask a question, and I know it's going to have nothing to do with I just don't know who South Carolina uh, um, quarterback is. I'm Every time I go to pull it up, he's showing Doty. I mean, not Doty. Uh, um, a recent quarterback. I can't think. Rattler. Rattler, yes. Rattler name. So I cannot find who the starting quarterback for South Carolina. Well, they don't know yet. Um, I would say the leader in the clubhouse for your uh, for your starting quarterback is Lenore Sellers. Um, but okay. there's there's a couple others that potentially could get it. I think probably the the leading candidate. Is Lenore Sellers at this point? So I I would go with that until further notice. Oh okay. Well, I appreciate. It. I know y'all got to do that tribute thing, but I will tell you a song I heard coming down the road a while ago. Give me all this noise in the truck. You uh, if that don't make you move, you're not gonna move. You listen at the whole thing. So I I bet you, I, if I could play it over and over, I would. It was the song by Chris Tomlin, "Holy Forever." Oh my mm-hmm. God. Somebody better. <laughs> Good Lord of mercy. That don't shake you. You ain't going to be shaking. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I, you know, I, I, I like that one. I, that, that one is a jam. I, I love that song. I'm with you, man. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate that so thank, very much. Hey, thank you, James. Appreciate the phone call. Okay. Glad you're doing well, James. That's great stuff, man. Great stuff. You know, it is kind of – there's a lot of Gamecock fans who are probably going to wake up this offseason at some point and go, wait a minute, who's our quarterback? <laughs> Because it has been Rattler for a while. And uh, Lenore Sellers. Go with Sellers till further notice. Did we give them all away? Oh, yes. Oh, man. I, we get, we had some wrong answers in there, didn't we? We we only had one. Okay. And, yeah, bless your heart, it was a team Clemson beat. So. Oh, man. But that's okay. It's oh, okay. Man. Everybody, uh, most people knew the answer to that was Wake Forest. Okay. Uh, so, Danny, Kathy, Jack, Raji... Leslie, all one pair of tickets. Fantastic. I had one more pair than I, than I realized, so. Okay. We gave away a bunch right there. So we gave away five pairs of tickets. We did. We just made ten people's lives. How about that? We made ten people's nights. Valentine's plans for ten, five couples right there. Look at us. People helping people. Um, before we wrap up the show with some update headlines, I want to tell you about Samuel Property Group. Speaking of people helping people. Brady, Brandon, and the team at the SPG, they want to help you sell that home. They want to do it outside the MLS. Now, here's the deal. If you can if you can sell your home through the MLS, by all means, go for it. It's quite possible that Brady will tell you to do that when you, when you call him, or, or a member of his team will tell you to do that. I, I'll tell you this. There, there are, there's more than one way to, to sell a house. And if you're looking for another way than the main way, Brady's your guy. Five-star reviews everywhere. Great, great recommendations from the people that work with him. He cares about you. He wants you to have the 
the best, most seamless experience possible. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're, um, you know, where you're you're dealing with a probate court situation, or you're moving an elderly family member, or whatever the case may be, see if Brady can help you. Go to SamuelPropertyGroup.com. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. Ben, it's time for the camel. Uh oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Hump day. Wheel of Fowl, baby. Cigar bar downtown Anderson on Main Street. Craft cocktails, delicious food, and a fine cigar at your fingertips. Mm. The Wheel and Fowl. Go to WF Cigar Bar. Com. I'm going to start today. I'm going to do a, a quick non-sports before we get to the sports one. Uh, sad's my heart to say the inventor of Pop-Tarts has passed away. What? The inventor of Pop-Tarts lived his whole life without figuring out how to make the uh, insides go all the way to the edge, but that's okay. He made a great product, and I don't ever want to hear again how bad Pop-Tarts are for you. Well, he lived to the age of 96. 96. With Pop-Tarts. William Post lived to the age of 96, the inventor of Pop-Tarts. Is, is this Post-Cereal? Is he the Post-Cereal no, guy? No, he's not. So I he's thought the same Pop-Tarts. thing. Uh, I, I didn't read the whole story. He just he never said. never could figure out how to get the the, the cinnamon all the way to the edge. Get well, rid of he, that huge crust. He flew all the way to Mars, but God help him, he didn't step on it. Uh, one, of, one of our biggest <laughs> failures as a society that we haven't solved this problem yet. Um, <laughs> Quark, in the world of sports, oh, that's a, a Tennessee fan, I'm sure you saw this, a Tennessee fan rented a crane and hoisted a large Tennessee flag outside the courthouse that was hearing NCAA versus State of Tennessee in Virginia. I mean, they brought it into the courthouse parking lot last night, put that sucker up, big flag. So all 12, that's right, 12 attorneys for the NCAA at this. As one person pointed out, Murdaugh did not have this many attorneys for a death penalty Correct. case. Uh, or a murder case, rather. I It begs the question... Does that help or hurt your case that you that you bring in a crane, put it on the courthouse property, and put up a big Tennessee flag? Does that make you look better or worse? You know, I just appreciate that you took a neutral site and turned it into a home game. <laughs> I mean, it takes a real passionate fan base to do that, and I appreciate that. It also it kind of depends who the judge is, doesn't it? Kind of depends, like, what kind of courtroom you're in. You know, to me, it says, if you'll do this, you'll do anything. That's what it screams to me. Yeah. That's what it screams to me. You know, judges can be a little, especially at that level, they they're, they want things a certain way. Judge pulls into the parking lot. It says, who? why is there a crane sitting in my parking lot? With a big flag on, I you know I I just don't know if that's the best start. It's, but it's risky, but you're loving hard though. 
they did it nonetheless. You love it. It makes the McDonald's bags make sense, doesn't it? It just makes a lot of things okay, make sense. Yes. The fact that we're even having this hearing in the first place. Uh, anything else from you? I do have others, but go ahead. And okay. Do, go ahead and drop. I'll one give you a couple. Uh, did you? Uh, so we talked about Bill Self getting ejected the other day. Mm-hmm. First time in his career at Kansas that he was ejected. Do you know he's the third Big Twelve coach to get ejected for the first time in the last two weeks at their school? Uh, not just Bill Self, folks, but some household names. Uh, Kelvin Sampson was ejected. His, I still don't really know what happened in his. His team was up a thousand. If there was 15 minutes left, the game was over. And he stormed all the way across the court and was at the three-point line yelling about a foul and immediately got chucked you know, out of a game. Kelvin Sampson is so punchable, though. And the, the refs can't punch him, so technical and ejection is the best thing they can do. Agreed. Uh, the first time in 10 years coaching Houston, he got ejected. Scott Drew got ejected in a way that was so egregious that after the game, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, after the game, his AD stood up beside the press conference table and said that the officiating was an embarrassment to the school and the Big 12, and he oh. got fined for that. You think? Yeah, so... Uh, if he's uh, in the ACC, he could just give him the middle finger and he'd get reprimanded. Did you see, by the way, that Jeff Walls got or Louisville got fined $20,000? Because, have you, oh, we haven't talked about this. Louisville lost, I believe they were up, no, they were down one, or maybe, yeah, they were down one at the end of the game against uh, Syracuse, at Syracuse last week. They One of the players, like, does a normal foul, when you're, when you're losing in a game, does a normal foul to try to put the team on the line, gets called for a flagrant one. And they put him at the line for two and then give him the ball back. And Jeff Walls went ballistic. In the post-game press conference afterwards, he said it's the worst call he's seen in 20-whatever years. Got a $20,000 fine. Two birds at the camera, no fine. Uh, correctly saying, why don't... Why are we getting penalized for an intentional foul that every single person gives at the end of every single game? $20,000. Clark, I want to read you this tweet about Barry Bonds, okay? Uh, This is uh, Barry Bonds was mentioned as part of Black History Month. I want to read you this tweet. Barry Bonds had one of the best offensive careers in history. He had a a record 762 home runs and compiled a 1.051 OPS over 22 seasons. Bond won an unprecedented seven NL MVPs to go along with 12 Silver Sluggers, eight Gold Glove Awards. Bonds was a 14-time All-Star who led the league in on-base percentage 10 times and slugging percentage seven times. His family ties in baseball are strong. Barry's father is a three-time All-Star, Barry Bonds. Uh, while his cousin is a Hall of Famer, Reggie Jackson, and his godfather is Hall of Famer, Willie Mays. Uh, hashtag Black History Month. Quack, do you know who tweeted that about Barry Bonds? Let's see. It, it has to be Balco Labs. Your cl- Major League Baseball, <laughs> who basically doesn't recognize Barry Bonds' accomplishments or stats, of all people that you pick to honor in Black History Month, a guy that you don't have in the Hall of Fame, how tone deaf can you be? <laughs> Major League. Oh, so as you you've got to find this tweet and read the responses. It's like, oh, so now his stats count. It's like, 
Major League Baseball voluntarily highlights all of the production of Barry Bonds. Voluntarily. <laughs> yep. Kidding me. You know, they need to be careful with positive tweets about Barry Bonds. Did they did they not think there was going to be some backlash to that? Nobody that didn't cross anybody's mind. Well, I'm thinking for him because he has a propensity to get a big head, you know. So uh, don't. Yeah. Uh my last one is did you see the Warriors thought they were going to trade for LeBron James at the deadline? Or the Lakers thought they were going to trade for Steph Curry? Yeah. Who the heck knows at this point? What are we doing, folks? What what are we doing? The Warriors actually asked the Lakers if they would if they would trade LeBron James at the trade deadline. I mean, I shoot your shot, I guess. Travis Kelsey did it with Taylor Swift, and it worked out great for him. Maybe uh, that's what happened like, here. Can, can we get back to you on that? <laughs> you know, they, what do you think the answer is going to be? Yeah, yeah, we're going to trade you from L.A. Yeah, where we need stars. Yeah, we're just going to trade him away. Idiot, absolutely idiot. I do want to mention this. This is the potentially serious, but. Somebody did send this, the Florida man who was a sheriff's deputy who went on the ground and rolled and fired an entire clip because he uh, he was yelling, shots fired. Turned out an acorn fell on his car. <laughs> That's it. God bless Watson. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the roar. Valentine's is approaching fast, so be ready for that special day. Rooster's Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next